Good morning. This is Rich Nass, Executive Vice President with Open Systems Media, here for this week's Embedded Insiders with Embedded Computing Designs Editor-in-Chief, Brandon Lewis. Uh, good morning, Brandon. Happy New Year, Rich. Welcome Thank to you, 2019. Thank you very much. Same to you. So we are on the eve of another CES. Uh, yeah. You know how much I like CES, right? Yes, the Happy New Year always comes with a caveat that you have to walk around Vegas for a week in the cold. Yes, absolutely. And uh, I will be wearing sneakers this year, unlike last year where I thought my feet were going to fall off, but I did buy some nice sneakers to, to walk around in, so hopefully I'll feel a little better. Yeah, me too. I've got to go get, gotta go get my new pair of Nikes, so... There you go. What better place to break them in? So what are you, nope. what are you expecting for CES? What do you think will be your high point? Well, you know, every year at CES, it appears that automotive just has a bigger and bigger footprint. Um, that's both uh, metaphorically and literally. Um, this year, I've noticed that there are extra lots. So in the past, uh, CES was just confined to the Las Vegas Convention Center um, indoors. Um, and then over the last couple of years, they've started um, sort of enveloping the surrounding parking lots for V2X um, and autonomous drive demos. Um, last year, there were one or two that were just adjacent to the um, convention center. And this year, there's a whole other um, area that I've noticed uh, called the Platinum Lot, which is a huge expanse. Um, so just a little bit extra uh, walking time, travel time for me to get down there. But uh, more and more automotive tech coming out of CES this year, and I'd expect more and more autonomous drive stuff as well. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. I mean, it obviously takes more space because if you're going to take somebody on a demo, you need a lot like that's almost the size of probably a third of one of the exhibit halls. But um, there's, well, I think there were three or four last year who were doing that, and I expect there to be more this year as well. Yeah, definitely. Uh, some of the names out there that uh, I'll be meeting with are uh, Hitachi is doing a, so a couple of autonomous drive demos. Uh, I know Continental is, uh, Renaissance as well. So it just keeps growing. So um, hopefully I'll be able to get a couple of videos of this. Um, I know those are always popular with the audience of seeing the actual autonomous drive uh, vehicles and technology in action. So uh, keep your eyes up. So just so we're clear, uh, is there any time left in your schedule if anybody wants to book anything? Uh, actually, there is, but it's filling up pretty fast. Uh, so if you would like to schedule a meeting with me, you can email me at brandon.lewis at opensysmedia.com. Um, but like I said, filling up fast. Yep. And my schedule's empty, so if you need anything, you can email me at brandon.lewis <laughs> at opensysmedia.com. Just kidding. Okay. Um, so while you're the automotive guy, um, I tend to look at some of the consumer stuff, some of the industrial stuff. And one of the things I've seen is um, voice input has, has really taken off. Uh, I saw a couple of demos last year, um, and I'm expecting to see a few more this year. Things that are uh, Alexa-related seem to be uh, the hot buttons. Uh, I know Ambic has a new processor that they announced uh, over the last couple of months that they're showing demos on where they can do super-duper low power. And then when you combine that with some of the algorithms with some of the partners like Sensory and DSP mm -hmm. Concepts, um, these things can pick a voice out of a crowd um, 
in a busy, noisy room. Uh, and it was, his demos are very, very impressive. And I'm, I'm expecting to see even more of the same this year. Well, I hope that the uh, technology impresses you because just today I was driving in and trying to use my hands-free and I had to say, call mom like five times um, while I was driving in. So hopefully that tech keeps advancing because it's pretty annoying. I just ended up actually physically dialing uh, my mom. Well, I'm happy to hear that you were actually able to get through to your mom because it's important to stay in touch. It is, especially this time of year after the holidays when everybody's home. Just make sure that, you know, they know that you still care about them and all of the things you said during the holidays when you were frustrated with each other, it really didn't matter. Wow, you must have had an interesting holiday. I'll, I'll oh, leave it at that. Fun okay. and dysfunctional. <laughs> okay, so I'm expecting that we will, ha- we will do our next Embedded Insiders will be the post-CES, and we will talk about all the cool things that we saw or, or didn't see. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, Another thing that I'm actually looking forward to is uh, AI chips. You mentioned uh, some of the processors out there that are really low power and some of the algorithms. So I got a couple meetings about that too, and uh, we'll let everybody know what actually comes of it. Well, that also goes hand-in-hand with the two things that we just talked about, with voice input and with the autonomous drive. When you you throw AI into the mix, um, you really take it up a notch. Definitely. Okay. That was this week's Embedded Insiders. Uh, That was Brandon Lewis, and I'm Rich Nass. I'll see you in Vegas, Brandon. See you in Sin City.